So part of it is, is to get to know ourselves better. What brings joy? What brings life? What brings healing? Is it a quick 15-minute nap? Mm-hmm. Is it sitting and listening to music? Is it taking a walk? Like rest doesn't necessarily have to be in action. This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org 52 sponsorships. Welcome to Beyond Sunday, a podcast for parents like us, striving to weave the Sunday experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm your other co-host, Rocky McCormick. Grab your blanket and pillow, maybe a favorite stuffy, put on those PJs or comfy clothes, and join us as we talk and laugh about our experiences raising Catholic families and discovering God within our everyday lives. Good morning, Rocky. Nicole. Hello. Hello. It's sunny. It is sunny. It's very summery outside. Very. It is trying to kill me, though. Yes. There's lots of fuzzy, fuzzy. things mm-hmm. and pollen things. And yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell my voice is irritated, not just from surgery, but now from, now just from the, uh, nature trying to do me in. Yes. Yes. Fun how that happens. It is. So I have a question for you. Oh, boy. What is the strangest place you have ever fallen asleep? Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure this is strange, but it is the most awkward falling asleep story. So I took a group to World Youth Day 2008 in Sydney, Australia. And so after the all night vigil where we slept outside and half the people got hypothermia and whatnot, because of course, because that's what John Paul II is no saint at all if he's not the saint of making us understand the value of suffering. So true. Right? Um, (laughs) But also I feel like a lot of people get hypothermia and or pass out at World Youth Day in general. Just in general. Yes, Yes, because whatever. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful experience. But anyway, a few of us were under the weather on the the flight back, the 14-hour flight back from Australia. And we weren't grouped together, so we were kind of scattered throughout the plane. And I fell asleep. And I woke up at some point during this flight with my head completely on the chest of the gentleman <gasps> who was seated next to me. Who you did not know. I had no idea who this gentleman <gasps> was. He was not with our group. I'm not even sure he was with World Youth Day whatsoever. <laughs> Thank God he also was asleep. Oh, my god! So I quickly readjusted myself, leaned the other way, prayed really hard that I did not drool on him, and went back to sleep. That is marvelous. So not so much a strange place, but could have been a potentially very awkward situation. Wow. That's fascinating. I feel like... Um, How about you? Definitely while traveling, I have fallen asleep yeah. in, like like on buses, mm-hmm. like public transportation, inside cabs in foreign countries, for sure. Um, <laughs> but the place I remember falling asleep the most is actually right here where we record at Sacred oh my Heart Major Seminary. Oh, I'm like, wait, um, you fell asleep while we were recording? <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> right here at Sacred Heart Major Seminary because I um, I went to grad school here. Yeah. And about two weeks after I started taking classes here for a graduate degree, I found out I was pregnant with our third son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get really tired. I had to count your kids. I'm like, oh, yes, you yes, have the three. Yes, the third one. I Well, I have four, but yes. Well, three, <laughs> three sons. Yes, three sons. So the third son. Um, and I 
was, you know, you get really tired during like that, right toward the you end of that say. first semester, especially. And then obviously in the third semester too, trimester. And, trimester. and I remember like sitting in class during, it was like a sacred scripture class mm-hmm. and it was like a quiet time mm-hmm. where everybody was talking really quiet. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden this lovely seminarian now known as Father Craig Marion elbowed me. <laughs> I was like, Nicole. Nicole, it's your turn. Oh, <laughs> I was gosh. like, whoop, hi. <laughs> I'm awake. I was resting I in the spirit. Awake. So God bless the seminarians. Which they were we can all, talk about. Yeah, they were all uh, wonderful, lovely people that's who funny. were very kind to me and would bring me cookies and coffee oh, that's very during the sweet. break to keep me awake. So Yeah, I do remember leading retreats and doing those guided meditations. And like every, every retreat without fail, someone was snoring by the time we were done. <laughs> and we were like... Okay, it's time to stop snoring in the spirit. <laughs> Let's come back. It's so true, though. It's yeah. so easy to do sometimes. But right? it is. But you know what? I think that's by design. Amen. So let's talk about that. Today. Yeah. So this coming Sunday's gospel reading ends with these words. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. So I thought this is, this is a great time for us to talk about how we make space and time to rest. I think that is a fabulous idea, especially as we are here, like just in the thick of summer, right? And I know if your kids are like my kids, they started off the summer with a bucket list of things that they had to do. And it involved like a lot of ice cream Mm -hmm. and maybe trips to the park and trips to the zoo and trips to the lake. And if you're crafty, maybe there were crafts involved. Maybe not so much that, but you know. Um, and a couple birthdays thrown in here and there too. But I think there is so much value in unscheduled time. And I think we've talked about this before. Yes. That I think that in our culture, there is such a temptation to fill every moment with something. Yeah, for sure. But have you seen Especially that? Especially when we have kids, right? Oh, like we want them right? like in all the things. Right. And I feel like our family is a little countercultural in that we don't do that. Yeah. And I know I've had conversations with parents that have been a little awkward where they're like, no, 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 you need to be sure they go from this to that to that. And I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. <laughs> not for us. Thank you very much. Yeah. So that kind of leads us into the first main question here is what do we mean when we say rest? And, yeah. and obviously it's not just about getting enough sleep, although that's very important. Oh, it is. But it, it's not laziness. Certainly it's not doing nothing just to not do something. Yeah, and I think when I think when Jesus is talking in this gospel, I think what he's really saying is like how are you offloading these things that are worrying you that maybe you need to let go of a little bit. Yeah, and okay, so fun story. My husband has at one point been a fan of the Message Bible and he and I have a argument that I don't think it's a real Bible. Of course. Okay. Right. So anyway, we won't get into the merits of that. But I will say that I have read pieces of it in companion, as a companion to to my own preferred translations. And the translation of this particular passage was very moving to me because what it did was it translated rest into moving with the rhythms of grace. And so I feel like that was a revelation as to what God's intention is for our rest. Mm. That it is not just sleeping, although right. that's important. Yeah, It's not just doing nothing, but that it is kind of like I have this image of us in water, right? If we're out in the water, we can be fighting the current or we can allow ourselves to float and swim with the current. And we exert less energy when we are moving with the current of grace mm. than when we're fighting it. 
I like not. it. And so that was just a really powerful imagery f- for me. Yeah. But no, I do not read the message Bible. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> so when we're thinking about rest, the other thing that came to mind too, especially because we live in a culture that wants to fill every moment with everything, all the things, is the value of leisure. Yes. Especially now that we are here in the middle of summer. Sure. Like how have we enjoyed our families together without necessarily having to take a long road trip somewhere? Mm-hmm. Although like that can be fun a, too. A list of things to do, everything being structured, right. organized, checklisty. Right. Like we oh don't gosh. we don't need to have that kind of time together no. to have time together. Right. But also like I also don't want to hear, I'm so bored. Yeah. Like I do, I get the I get the desire to fill those minutes because we do get tired of the I'm bored. Mm-hmm. My kids are um very aware with the of, of the fact that mom will simply say, Boredom is the seed of creativity. Go it's make true. something. Yeah. This is how all great inventions begin. Yeah. And I don't Go. know how many of our parent listeners out there are also struggling with this right now. I'd wager many of you mm-hmm. with this I'm bored, especially oh, yeah. right now in the middle of summer when it's yes. you know getting really hot and maybe you've already gone on your summer vacation or you don't have it scheduled until next week or whatever. But we've probably all had at least a week or two where we're like, oh my gosh, these yeah. kids are climbing the walls and I don't right. know what to do with them. Um, and I think it's really, I think it's really helpful for us to identify that sometimes being bored is a benefit. It is. <laughs> it's important to let your kids have boredom sometimes because 100%. that is where they learn how to find new and creative ways to do something together, to to spend time even on their own, right? Independently. Well, that's just it. It's where they become comfortable being with themselves. Yeah. And we have so many adults <laughs> who totally. are not comfortable. Being alone with their thoughts, alone with themselves. They don't know what to do Yeah, if it's not consistently filled yeah. with something. And if anything, like the explosion of social media right? has shown us how much we as adults even don't like to be alone with our oh own thoughts. Oh my goodness, right? Instead of just being, we're scrolling. Yeah. Don't look at me that way. Um, <laughs> but, but truly, influencer. I know. I don't like that title, but that's a podcast <laughs> for another day. Like the other part of that, like if we're constantly moving, our bodies and our spirits don't have any time to recover and to catch up and to listen. And I think that there is such a benefit to that, too. And a lot of our stress and our anxiety, I think, comes from not getting enough rest. Mm. And I say that fully aware of the irony that I am the worst at rest. Oh, I'm sure there are tons of parents on here who think right. who can think of a time, just maybe in the last week even, mm-hmm. where the day was really busy and they were go, 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 go. And then the minute they sit down, they're like, oh my gosh, I, have. I am so tired. Like I didn't oh, even right. realize how tired I was until I sat down. Or when you sit down, you're thinking of the 80 things you didn't do. Well, that too. But right? I mean, just like that moment of, oh, of exhaustion. like, yeah, where it's like, I didn't even realize I was exhausted. Yeah. I didn't even realize that I needed this moment of recovery yeah. until I started it. So sometimes we can ourselves we don't need it oh 100 percent. and honestly like i was thinking back on my surgery from earlier this spring and how i was back to work within a week because i could be mm-hmm. i was cleared to go back to work and how tim consistently had to remind me that i had just had surgery yeah. and that yes of course you're tired no you can't keep working at the same rate that you are working and okay so you went to work for the day come home sit down take an hour, it's okay that you need to nap right now. Right. Because your body is still rebuilding the the muscles that were opened for mm-hmm. this surgery. Like you just went through surgery, like you were cut open. It does take time for your body to heal. Yeah. 
And I think as parents, especially, rest is so important, not just for our bodies to heal from just, you know, the constant go with children, but for us to listen to how the Lord is speaking to us, not as mom, not as dad, but as son and daughter. Yeah. To remember what our primary identity is. Because if we're not being filled in that way, then we aren't able to fill our children. Oh, that's so important. So it's kind of like that whole oxygen mask thing. Yes. Archbishop Vigneron talks about that in Unleash the Gospel. He does. Like you need to put your own mask on first, right? Parents, you need to feed and nurture your own spirituality and your own faith and your own relationship so mm-hmm. that you are available to do the same for your families. Right. And I feel like this is such a, like an easy way that we can be countercultural. Yeah. I do. I think this is one that I, I don't think would be stressful or antagonistic in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and there's like scientific right reasoning behind why we would choose to do this, right? right. Which goes right into my next question of like, how do yes. we do this? Like, what are some practices or tips or, or real life practical mm-hmm. ways to make this happen in our heads? How do we rest our weary heads how with the Lord? How do we rest our weary heads? That makes me think of Psalm 23. And at the end, he says, he restores my soul. And he does. But I gave a whole talk on how that's a beautiful phrase. But if we don't know what it is and how it is that he restores us, then we could think mm-hmm. that this is how I'm going to rest. But it's not really actually truly rejuvenating us. Yeah. And so part of it is is to get to know ourselves better. What brings joy? What brings life? What brings healing? Is it a quick 15-minute nap? Mm-hmm. Is it sitting and listening to music? Is it taking a walk? Like rest doesn't necessarily have to be in action. Right. But it needs to be allowing ourselves that space to regroup. I, yeah. No, I totally agree. I don't think it has to be physical rest. I right. mean, yes, of course. And that's also good. nice. Um, but but actually just yesterday, yeah. um, I was working from home for the day. All my kids are in my house. <laughs> so you can imagine how that was going. Oh, like, yes. Here's Nicole trying to do this very complicated, tedious task, not at her work desk, but mm. at her home desk yep. with a dog in her lap and four kids running around in and, in and out of the house, plus like extra kids, you know, because the neighborhood kids Absolutely, show up. Right. And and my Trying husband to got hide home, all the sugary snacks. Right. And then my husband got home and we were, we're sitting at dinner and he looks up at me and he can just see it on my face. Yeah. Like it's been a long day. Yeah. Right. And he's had a long day, too. Right. And, and he's just like, I think you need to go for a walk. Right. And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Thank you. And I went and took my 35 minute walk jog. I'm not very fast these days. And and it was that was mm-hmm. rest for me. Right. Like, was it exercise? Yes, absolutely. But it was also rest. It yeah. gave me time to clear my head. It right. gave me some time in prayer, gave me some time in reflection on how things are going. Yeah. That So it can look so different for so many people. So, no, it does not have to be sleep. No. Yeah. But I do also highly suggest naps if you can take them. <laughs> naps are good too. Yes. Especially those like little power naps right. where you can get them in when like everyone else is taking a little nap. If you have toddlers at home, you oh, know what okay. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you might only mine. get 20 minutes right. while the toddlers are asleep. So take that if you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think the guilt that we feel in doing that, we need to just learn to let go of. Yes. Like we need to just rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. To be don't, like, don't make no. a list of things you could be doing in that 20 nope. minutes. Just take the 20 minutes. Because you're going to have more energy to do more things Yes, once the toddler is up. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And then another piece of this that I think is really hard for some people is that rest could also be, I don't want to sound accusatory here when mm-hmm. I say this, but rest could also be committing time to those practical tasks 
that we just keep putting off oh, that are just hanging over us and like, like folding the laundry yeah, and like, putting it away. <laughs> are we, did Tim text you? I did not hear that from Tim. <laughs> um, Russ would be like, or putting the cap back know, right? properly. Harkening back to the Father's Day episode. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sometimes there's yes. like that thing that we know we really need to do and we just keep putting it off. But the longer we put it off, the more it's like, nagging us right you know and it's like ah, oh, i know but i don't want to like i know but i just i don't have the mental you know like right we, we like kind of argue our way out of like why we because we just don't certain. want to we're petulant children i was just having this conversation with yes. someone i'm like in the in the family of god it's like we're all teenagers <laughs> all of us are consistently in this adolescent phase yeah but i don't want to and um nah yeah, like right. like right now, what's staring at me is some yes. paperwork that I really need to fill out before the kids go to camp, and it's like I don't. I'll do it tomorrow. Do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll I don't do feel it like tomorrow. It. And it's like I know that yeah. if I would just take five minutes, yes, if I would just commit the time to doing right. it, it, that would be a sense of rest, right? It would be a sense of like me saying, "I know I need to do this. I know, Lord, you're with me, and you're going to yeah. give me the perseverance to get through it, even though it's tedious, and the rest that will come after it, right. the rest that follows, will be say, right? so yeah. rewarding. You don't have to think about it anymore. Yes, like it's oh, no I'm longer so part of your mental burden. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because that mental burden on us as parents is so big. Like I should just schedule that doctor's appointment. Yes, for myself. But I. But that means I have to like Go. make a phone call. I know, right? <laughs> talk to people on the phone. <laughs> Oh, I know. And you, I know. we all know what but happens the minute you put a phone me. to your ear. All the kids start yelling. They do. Oh, it's true. It's, it's so complicated. And then you get mommy Tourette's. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Just get off your brother. Um, but it is. And I, and I think that also part of rest is taking care of ourselves. So again, rest isn't just grabbing your pillow and blanket and going to take a nap in a dark corner somewhere, which may or may not exist. So it might be your closet. It's giving our bodies, our minds, and our spirits the ability to heal. Yeah. I mean, when you think about, like, I'm going to be funny now and talk like I know science and workouts. But, like, when you're lifting weights, you always have a rest day. Yeah. Because your muscles need a day to recover. Right. You need your muscles to to build back up. Yeah. Right. And so that is the spiritual life and and the life of a parent as well. So true. We can't constantly be on the go. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just for the three natures. And of course, I got to give like an important nod to the the importance of prayer, the primacy yeah. of prayer. And that can look in, looks in, look like so many different things. Absolutely. Right? Like if, if you are the kind of person who needs community to be in prayer, like mm-hmm. it's okay to find a small group and take time away from your family and your kids to, to make that happen. Right. To go to a mom's group or a yeah. men's group or something If you like that. are a quiet, silent type prayer person, then you might need to pull a Tim McCormick and wake up early and take 15 minutes in the dark and pray. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's not in the dark. Well, Okay. It's, it's dark outside, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. If, if, if you're... Let's if you're not av- make this as ascetic as <laughs> you would like. If you're, if you're of the cold variety, you might like a holy hour. If you are the walking type and being yeah. in nature, then you might need a hike. Like, there's just so many ways you can do Absolutely. that. But don't forget the primacy of prayer as part of your, your rest routine. Let's no, call it that. I love that. Yes. I love the primacy. Mm-hmm. Seek first the kingdom of God. Amen. And... All the rest comes after that, right? Yeah. So. And then now we have like the last and very big challenging question that I'm sure all of our listeners are already thinking in their heads. Like, how do I help my kids learn 
to rest. Lock them in their rooms. No, don't actually <laughs> lock them in their rooms. Don't do that. Don't do that. Your teenagers will do that on their own. <laughs> Turn off the Wi-Fi. Seriously. Oh, no, because that doesn't make them rest. That just makes them whine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, this isn't working. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you are correct. Uh... Mom has turned off the internets. <laughs> Obviously, the first step to this is modeling right. it, like we just said. About all those things, all those options, all those ways that you can have a, a routine of rest or a, a method of rest that works for you, showing your kids that you do that. Well, and I think, too, building so a family culture around that, too. Yes. To being sure that every minute of the day isn't scheduled, even though Tim laughs because a couple summers ago I put up like this um, craft paper up on our uh, door, which had like the daily summer schedule. And we begin in prayer. Oh, how'd that go? And then we brush our teeth. And then we get ourselves ready. And only then can we talk about what we're going to do for the day. And I believe at some point, some child tore it right off the door. Oh, my God. I was going to say, like, how long did it last? Not long. How long was it? Not, not long. But he was like, could you do me a favor? Could you put that up before you go to work this summer just to see if it's improved? I'm like, no, I'm not wasting paper. Yeah. So even maybe not on paper, but as a part of your daily rhythm of your family to build in those times for quiet and prayer and praying together as a family. Yes. So I have never been um, a written scheduler in my home. Mm-hmm. I mean, my work life is different, right? Like right. meetings are scheduled for specific times. And I won't Absolutely. show you the work-related planner. It's kind of ridiculous. It's yes. like literally by the hour, where do I need to be and who am I talking with? But um, in, at home, I've never been one like, oh, nap is at 11 o'clock, oh, yeah. you know, snack is at this time. It, but but I was a huge fan of the routine, yes. right? The rhythm that just naturally developed on its own. And every every baby was different, right? Yeah, like I had well, one who was always you can't napping. Schedule it. Yeah, I had you one can't. who's who needed like an earlier nap time. And right. It just it just naturally flowed that he mm-hmm. would nap by like nine thirty in the morning, and nice. then I had another one who just never napped in the morning. But I his could rhythm use a nap was at nine thirty in the morning, right? Right. Yeah. But I had another one whose nap was naturally much later in the day. Right. So you just kind of build your rhythm around mm-hmm. life, and it's not always at the same time, and that's okay. But the routine was similar, and so right. if we can build the routine around what we already naturally need, I think that's the best possible way. And to be clear, my schedule wasn't by like, at two, we will eat a snack. (laughs) At 2.30, we will do this. It was blocks of time. Like in the morning, these are the things that you could do. In the afternoon, here are some things that you can do. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they were not fans. They were not fans. So we're, you know, and then there's camps and then there's everything else. So really also talking to your spouse about what the both of you need. Yeah. In that time when the kids are home, because it's different. It's just a different routine. And I feel like every year it takes us a week or two to get into that new rhythm. Everybody's a little squirrely because the routine of the school year is gone. Yes. And so now they're missing their friends, but they don't miss homework, but they miss going somewhere every day. Mm -hmm. And so finding the ebb and flow of summer. Yes. Takes a minute. But by now... Most of you know Most when your kids start are, to crash, right. when they start, when they're starting to get hangry, when they're done with outside. Can we talk about how many snacks. <sighs> I know. I suggest a healthy snack bin too. Russ tells the kids, "Put your school stomach on." Oh my gosh! <laughs> if you were at school right now, you would not be eating a this snack. This is true. You wouldn't even right? be halfway to lunch. Oh, see, our kids still get a snack in the morning. Do they? They do. Mm, okay. They do. So, I get that, but. In it's, high school, you don't get those. No, you do not. <laughs> That's a high no. school. Elementary and middle the school. High schooler they still should have a snack. know better. He doesn't know better. He's like, "Can I have a snack?" I'm like, "Really?" 
are so, and I feel like they're going through growth spurts. Yep. And they so are, like, of course, have, always, summer, yes. always. So like every five minutes, I'm hungry. Are you hungry or are you dehydrated and you need to drink water? Well, right. Yeah. Or are you hungry because you just ate sugar and what you really need is protein? Mm. Mom. Yes. Anyway, so modeling it and just building it into our family life. Yes, I into think. your routine, right. making it part of the day. And and the other thing too about building it into your routine is, I we've talked about this before on many occasions, but... I never say to the kids, and now we're all going to take 30 minutes and pray in silence. Oh, no. Right? Like, I'll just say, it's quiet time now. You can do with this time yeah. what you like. You can read a book. Mm-hmm. You can rest. You can put your head down. You can go lay outside in the grass. Yep. You can go float in the pool, whatever. Like, find quiet space. Yep. And and if you want to pray, this is a good time to do it. So, like, I, it's very invitational. Yes. But it's never, like, a required like you have to, we all have to do this right. thing. Right. Family prayer time is different. Okay, it was gonna be like like in the evening we do family evening prayer time. Prayer time. Boys, oh yes, and Tim we, has started doing night prayer with the kids. Yes, and, prayer before dinner and prayer yeah. at bedtime as a family is totally different. But I'm just talking about like, like building in, in those little pockets. Right, make that time invitational. Well, and again, we've talked about this before. Know what your children's natural interests and gifts are. So maybe you invite them to go nature journal outside, or give them a sketch pad and they can draw, or give them a box of Legos and they can build something. Yes. You know, to help that seed of creativity in their boredom flourish. That actually reminds me of a marvelous memory I have from when mine were all very little. Mm-hmm. So once upon a time, Nicole had a seven, five, and three-year-old and a newborn. And Nicole was very tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, in the afternoon, well, the newborn took kind of a nappish like thing of yes. some kind. <laughs> Um, I would also try to get a right. little power nap in there, right? And so the seven, five, and three-year-old would drag a big blanket out onto the back porch, mm-hmm. and we had a, one of those sandboxes, you know, the ones that look like a turtle. Yeah, kind of. okay, yeah so we had one of those because otherwise mm-hmm. they're gross. But it was empty and clean. Yeah. And so we would drag that out on the blanket and fill it with Legos. Nice. And they would sit on the blanket in the shade. <gasps> oh, that's such and a they good would just idea. get some fresh air yeah. and have some quiet time with Legos, and the baby would get a little nap in. Did this work every time? Certainly no. not. But they knew the routine, right? Like if they saw the blanket yes. coming out and they saw the door while opening going out onto the back porch, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's time for Lego time. And this was like their invitation to do something creative and quiet. Right. And it gave mom a few minutes of rest. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like with littles, especially that routine is so important. I feel like they get a little more rattled if there's not a consistent routine. Yeah. And, and they need to know what comes next, right? right? And they all knew that I mean, as soon we are as all this, kind of that way. Yes. And when Lego time was over, there was yeah. a snack. So oh, there like, you go. Anticipation of yeah, the snack. They knew it was coming nice. afterwards. I feel like we've kind of strayed away from that with the older kids, but I think all of us like to have that routine and that knowledge of what's coming next. I know Jesus and I have that conversation all the time. Like, if you would just show me the plan, we would be good. And he's like, no. That is not how this works. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I will give you a glimpse, but mostly no. I will say that the 15 and 13 year old Mm -hmm. have kind of developed their own rhythm and routine, even in summer. Like, they're very. they're very like routine oriented, kind of like my husband. Like my husband has a very specific routine. Yep. He does everything in a certain order. He likes everything in its place, right? Yes. So they've kind of inherited that from him in some mm-hmm. way. And so they typically will do things in a certain order, mm-hmm. you know, following a certain routine. So if you give them the space to do that, yeah. they will develop it on their own oh, in yeah. whatever way works for them. So right. the 13 year old, for example, does not eat lunch with us on most days in the summer because he doesn't even get out of bed until, you know, 10, 15 nice. morning. See, that's not an option in our house. Which is fine. Yeah. So so on the days where he has nothing to do, he wants to sleep in, that's fine. And then he can make himself a later lunch and he has sure. his own little 
way of doing things. So you do have that to look forward to. That yeah. if you give them the space, they will build their own routine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like our oldest will get up a little later than the boys, and she'll make her own breakfast, and then she goes out for a little walk in the backyard. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I appreciate it. All right. So. How do we not worry about things when we're talking about the mental load? Because we've talked about physical rest. Ooh, what yeah. about the mental rest? So I think I've mentioned this on a previous episode. I think a visualization exercise is always very helpful, especially if you have little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we always try to have them imagine like handing over this worry, yeah. letting go of this worry. Um, and the other thing too that you can do is kind of like a distraction exercise, right? Mm. Like before we start to spiral downward, right? especially at the end of the day, that seems oh, to be when always. all the worry Everyone's creeps tired. up. Yeah. 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 Um, is to try to keep your mind busy, mm. right? So find something that can really occupy you. Um, one of the ones that works really well in our house is to look around and, and see if you can spot things. And you can do this a couple different ways. If your kids are old enough to know the alphabet you can be like okay find something that you can see right now that starts with the letter a yeah letter b letter c and they go all the way around and it's funny because my uh my daughter's name starts with a so she always starts with a and she's like oh i got that one i'm right here so so that's one of them um and then the other one you could do is you could do colors Mm -hmm. you could do what's something that i can see right now hear right now smell right now taste right now all your senses but just something to kind of like keep your mind busy while you're trying to wind down yeah will usually help you kind of lower that adrenaline level to the point where you're able to really be yeah. resting and not thinking about all the things that are happening the next day. And if you still have those worries creeping up, right. and we definitely do sometimes. We do. We have one that's been suffering with nightmares. Yes, and so we do it again. Yeah. And and the important thing when they're little is they don't have the bandwidth to recognize when they're in that moment of no. panic, right? So you have to start this before even that first inkling of worry mm-hmm notches up so like this is the routine right the day is over we've got our pajamas on we did all the bedtime routines we said our prayers everybody's you know getting settled in before you say a word tell me right now five things in this room that are green right like start the routine of that right away before your brain can even get there yeah and i think with the older ones that it's okay to name the worry out loud oh for sure because we want to bring that to the light And so if we're having nightmares about something, then what I like to do is kind of a scenario of, okay, is it likely? Is it possible? Is it probable? Oh, yeah. So let's talk about, let's just name it. What is it? What is the fear? What is the nightmare that you're having? So let's bring that out into the light and let's Mm -hmm. talk about, is it possible? Is it probable? Is it likely? Or is it just a fear? Yeah. Because of what's going on in the world. Or like the catastrophizing, like what's the worst that could happen? Yep. Or is this truth? Yes. Right. Yeah. Those are, you are all safe? great exercises too. Yes. Are you safe? Are you cared for? Are we here? Like you, and that's just it, right? Like they're, they're trying to find safety and security before mm-hmm. they get to sleep, before yeah. their bodies can rest. And yeah. So, and whatever we can do to get them to lower the level of feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that there's space for them to be reasonable, maybe Ish. a little <laughs> for a reasonable level of reasonableness. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. For their age. Right. Is helpful. <laughs> yeah. And I would say to, to begin those conversations, like you were saying, maybe right after dinner, before we're going to bed, to be like, listen, we know that you've been having these, so let's talk through this now. Yeah. Before, when you're not tired. Right. Before you're tired, before you're hangry, before, yeah. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. When they are more reasonable. Yes. However reasonable that might be. Yes. For kind of children. like we were saying earlier, moms and dads, like right. if there's something that's been looming over you that you've been avoiding, maybe just do it while you yes. are awake and have a little bit of energy so that the rest that comes later will yes. be good. Same. 
Yes. Same concept. Ooh. All right, what's the challenge for this well, week? Well, that's our challenge for you guys this week. It's right out of 52 Sundays, actually. It says, in today's gospel, Jesus encourages us to rest in him. So this week, try to allocate some time to simply rest in Jesus. Relax and recharge your batteries. I love it. It's a great challenge, right? It it's is. easy. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. We're going to try it, though. Yes. <laughs> we are going to try. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. We hope you find time to rest together as a family and enjoy one another's company this week. Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can reach us at beyondsunday at aod.org. This episode of Beyond Sunday has been sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org slash 52 sponsorships.